welcome to Open Doors at St Lawrence College, the podcast that sheds light on all facets of life within and surrounding UK independent boarding schools by connecting with staff, pupils and parents of St Lawrence College, an independent, co-educational boarding and day school situated in South East England. Each week we'll be interviewing people within the community, asking questions and spending time to understand more. In this episode, we speak to parents, Kelly and Matt, who have three boys at St Lawrence College, but they talk about what life is like for them all being part of a day and boarding school. We're going to find out their experiences of schools in their own education and in their work, but also some of the challenges they faced when deciding which school to send their boys to. But we also get to find out a little bit more about them as people. I think you might enjoy that, so don't forget to stick around to the end. But in the meantime, let's get into this episode right now. Kelly, Matt, welcome to this episode of the podcast and thank you for being here today. How are you both? Yeah, very good. Thank you very much. Thank you for having us. Yeah, very nice to uh, meet you, Simon, and thank you for taking the time uh, and doing this for us. Great to have you both on this episode. It really is. Just for the sake of people listening to this who don't know who you are, could you share with us all who you are and what your connections are with the school, both past and present? Um, Right. Well, uh, my name is Kelly. I I work um, at St Lawrence College and I deal with the uh, marketing, admissions, development, alumni, main reception. So I have quite a few roles uh, within within the college and I've been there for about three and a half, four years this summer. Okay. Uh, For myself, Matthew Jury, and I was very fortunate to have been uh, a pupil at St Lawrence College uh, dating back from 1985 onwards to 1992. So the full seven years... um, uh, and thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed myself there. And Matt, after you left uh, St Lawrence College, where did you go on to after that? I ended up joining the, Her Majesty's Royal Navy, where I then served a further 10 years uh, before retiring. And um, as Kelly would say, getting myself a proper job. <laughs> <laughs> tell me a little bit more about the Navy. Where did that take you around the world? And tell me about some of the experiences you, you encountered there. Crikey. Um, where, where do I start? Um, how long have you got, Simon? Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I joined in 1993 down at uh, Tor Point and my career stretched for, for the full 10 years. Um, and, and actually one of my fondest memories, I, I, I went out to uh, Yug- former Yugoslavia um, in 94. That was my first tour. Mm-hmm. Um, however, one of my fondest memories was um, in 1997, where I was asked to be part of the Royal Guard of Honour uh, for, for actually Prince Charles at the time, uh, when we went out to Hong Kong for the handover of Hong Kong. Oh, yeah. Um, and I ended up having eight months out in the Far East, uh, where I went to Singapore, uh, Japan, um, you know, uh, Australia, everywhere, really, um, and Philippines. Um, and it was amazing, amazing experience. Needed to say though, Titanic came out that year and that sank. So I was, I was very <laughs> pleased to say that um, um, we didn't sink. But um, I, do you know what? I, I would recommend the Royal Navy to anybody for, for a young lad or, or lady that's starting their, their careers or not sure of what careers path they would like to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal time. And um, I, I learned some great trades as well, which have become really useful, uh, you know, out in the big wide world. Thank you for sharing that with us. That's very good of you. Now, Matt, let's just go back to when you first started at St. Lawrence College. Can you remember how it felt when you first arrived there and you're sort of, you know, you're walking in for the first time? Let's go. Let's go back to the mid 80s. 
um, it, it almost sounds like Back to the Future, doesn't it? It sounds like a sketch <laughs> from that. But um, yes, um, so so I missed uh, the Michaelmas term, um, and my parents still lived in in Surrey at the time, and then they moved down um, in, to to Ramsgate, um, where I then started up in the uh, Lent term. Um, so that was 1985, and and at the time, my my father was really really poorly. He he was really ill. Um, so my mum uh, did a lot for me, and in, in particular found my schools and and took me to sports, etc., uh, etc. Et um, and I remember my uncle being over from Canada, and and he helped my mum, and he he drove me in 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 this big car that he had from from his business, um, and we drove up from Southgate up up the road up to towards the main school, and I remember looking at this school that I could only explain looked like something from a movie, you know, one of these big mansion houses uh, with this ivy that grew up, grew up the side of it all the way to the top. Um, and, and bearing in mind, being 11, I, I was unclear that actually it wasn't ivy. It's actually called Virginia Creeper, uh, which I got told numerous times during my time at school. But at the time, it was this ivy that covered the whole of the school. But it was like something out of a movie where, you know, as an 11-year-old sitting on the back seat and seeing that, actually felt quite daunting at the time. Hmm. Needless to say, now looking back, you know, the, the memories, the fond memories that I've, I've got of the school and the, the life that I had there and the friendships that I made... Uh, who I hasten to add, I'm still in contact with, um, certainly changed my perception of that. Well, that's great that you got some fond memories of the school. But tell me now a little bit about your sons and how it felt for you seeing them arrive at St. Lawrence College for the first time and seeing them in their uniform for the first time. Well, to sum it up, it was a, it was a proud moment. Um, I mean, we, we've got three boys at St. Lawrence College, Joshua... Daniel and Luke and when Joshua first put the uniform on and you know not only was there a bit of nostalgia there and and something that I could relate to but I wanted him straight away to feel that he will gain the experience that I gained whilst he was at Lawrence College and that's not just education that's also the fact that I felt the school actually brings out that inner person in you, you know, for, for example, you could stand up in front of people and openly talk, you know, so it, it, it also brought into being able to communicate with people and that could be at all different levels, which has actually helped me in, in not only during the, you know, being my time in the Royal Navy, but also in my work ethics now. Mm. Um, so I think there are lots of valuable items that the school offers that aren't necessarily just educationally related. You know, it, it's about developing you as a young man, uh, for, for myself at that time. Mm. Um, you know, engaging in your sports, being able to communicate um, with, with not only your school, standing up in front of your, your school in assembly uh, and being able to talk or do a, you know, recite poetry or recite something that they they wanted you to mention hmm. um doing a school play you know little things like that which really does bring you and mold you to to who i'd like those boys to be as well 
So when he put that uniform on, it, it did bring back a lot of fond memories, but also a little bit of enviness as well, because I thought he's starting off now and he's going to hopefully have those seven years at St. Lawrence College, which I did and, and I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, mm. and, and I only wish him, if he can have half the amount of fun I had, he's, he's, he's in for a good run. Okay, so let's go back to before the boys joined the school. A question for both of you. What were some of the challenges that you faced when you were looking at different schools and deciding which is going to be the best one for your sons to go to? I think I think with the boys, I mean, the, our oldest two in particular are very sporty. Um, so we knew that was going to be something we need, you know, we also needed to cater for. Hmm. Um, but we decided quite uh, early on when the when the children were in the early part of junior school that we would love to send them to an independent school for their senior school education mm-hmm. um you know they they were previously at a, a village school um and you know which had a great reputation but the secondary school was quite important that they thrive then through for their GCSE so we'd made that decision and we made the financial commitment in order to start putting money by in order because having three children we knew at some point the first one's fine going and we'd probably be able to manage by the time the second one starts to come into secondary school then that's an even more of a strain and by the time a third one comes you know that's that's going to be expensive so we started putting money by um and we worked out there was one there would be one year that that josh would be upper six daniel would be fifth form and luke would be year year seven but as it worked out because of the distance that we are from the college it, it worked out beneficial for Luke to start in the junior school purely because of the transition from pre-prep to prep mm. so it, it just it just made sense so Luke Luke started in the junior school as Daniel started in the senior school yeah we we planned for it uh, way before we even got near to go into um, the secondary school uh, decision making if you like I mean to be fair, Simon, I, we did look at other schools, uh, uh, as I suspect any any parent looking out for their child's education would do. Hmm. Um, uh, but a couple of them, uh, one in particular, they didn't have day pupils. Um, it was just boarding. And, and that, for us, being quite local, didn't tick the box for us. Not only that, but of course I was going to push for Slaunce College anyway hmm. because of my fond memories and... and for, the, for the, the schooling that I got. Hmm. So in a nutshell, really, it ticked all, all of the boxes we wanted. It, it's fairly close by. We could go and see them during their, you know, if they were doing sport or if they were doing, um, a, you know, a plays or anything like that. Um, but equally, they could come home and be part of a family because at the end of the day, that's, that's how we wanted it to play. So tell me a little bit then about the fact that it is a boarding and a day school. I mean, you've hinted at some of the benefits of, of them being close to home and that kind of thing. But what are some of the benefits of them going to a school which is also a boarding school? Uh, personally, I think it, you know, to have the advantage of dealing with lots of different nationalities you know, and you know, with the sports and things that they, that they do all together as a team, they are working as a big team. It's, St Lawrence College is not, a, is not a big school. So it's got a very nice feel to it. Everybody, everybody knows each other, you know, and it's, uh, I think that the fact that having the borders there, um, it allows them to connect, you know, the, the, the borders can go home 
they can you know they can go out and meet up with the with the day pupils if they want to you know so they do they do have the the flexibility there but I just think it's great that you're able to mix with you know the a multinational from all over the world um I just think that's a that's a massive bonus point, really. Yeah, I I agree. I think versatility is the key word there, and and actually, if if I may, I'd like I'd like to tell you another little story on on that side. And that was I was actually a day pupil. I, I mentioned earlier my parents uh, bought a home in Ramsgate, but I was actually a day pupil all the way through uh, the the first four years of of myself being at Slance College. Um, and I also mentioned that my dad became really re- really ill. Well, that transpired into losing my father when I was in the fifth form during my GCSEs. And, and prior to that, uh, when, when I started my fifth form, the school out, went out their way and spoke to my mum and, and suggested that potentially with my home life that it may be advantageous for me to become a boarder at school for, for my GCSEs to, to try and take away the pressure of, of my dad being so ill at home. And they kindly and allowed me to do that, which I really congratulate them on now, actually, to be fair, mm. because they asked me to do it, not not the other way around, you know, and they mm. suggested it. And mm. my mum thought that was a great idea. Not only did I become a boarder in the fifth form, and, and like I mentioned earlier, unfortunately, I lost my dad during my GCSEs, but I ended up staying a boarder for my sixth form as well for those two years um, and left with with my A-levels, you know. So, you know, it's a massive thank you to the school because they didn't have to do that, but they they looked far beyond and, and actually looked into my family and, and gave me that opportunity, and I'm extremely grateful. It's great to hear that support network and, you know, how 20 years on, 30 years on, how you're still remembering that, you know, like it was yesterday. You can, you can, I can, I can feel in your voice that you're recalling how that felt at the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's just bring it back to your boys for a second then. How have you seen them grow and develop since they first started coming to the school? I think maturity-wise, I mean, having uh, having boys is a, is a task. <laughs> but, um, but I think that they, they, they've, um, the maturity uh, is, is one thing. Um, they're able to actually hold conversations with people. Um, mm. You know, if they're asked a question, I think... A lot of teenagers are well consumed within their, you know, mobile phones and and media devices and things. But I, I think they've they know how to talk to people. They know how to react to different situations. They they respect they respect people, you know. Mm. And it's just they've got a nice manner about them. I think, you know, I think school emphasizes about manners and being courteous. And, and things like that and having that respect for everybody which is great I think that goes a long way um, mm. I, th- I think yeah I think also um, in life it's all about getting getting the right balance you work hard you play hard and and I think with the boys you see them on the rugby pitch hockey pitch swimming cricket whatever that's their time to play hard mm. the school then encourages them to work hard as well and I've noticed them developing and adapting to that rather than just wanting to be out with their friends all the time or on their bikes or on their scooters or anything. You know, it's literally the case where now they do their schooling, 
then they can play hard, you know, and 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 play with their friends as well and, well, and do their sports. I think also they're kind of they're they're pushed, you know. They they're not allowed to just tick along at their own pace, and and I think with the with the classes um, that they've got and the sizes, the the teacher can identify if they're you know they're dragging slightly and they're able to kind of go come on you can do this you know you you, you've got the ability to push this through so it's really nice that um they have that they don't they don't give up um and and the boys are then pushed at that little that little bit more and it's and it's recognized so i think that you know the boys you know i think they they will appreciate it i'm sure when they're (laughs) older but um uh you know it's but the maturity i think the way that they speak the way they converse with people, you know, it it makes a big difference. And it's nice when you get compliments from other people that's, to go. That's the, that's yeah, the thing. Isn't what it? nice kids, or you know, mm. aren't they nice? Can't they hold a conversation rather than just getting a grunt or a? That's it. That's if you're lucky. If you get one of those. But um, <laughs> um the you know, the, it, I, I think yeah, politeness and the manners. It does seem like sometimes the art of conversations dying when everything's social media and every you know you know your 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 handheld computer takes your your mind away from things Hmm. um and um the boys are still able to keep that conversation going you know they okay they they of course they play on their phones and 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 they're on the phones with their friends but it's not tied to their ear and um you know it's, I think, like I said earlier, it's all about that communication. It's being able to communicate to all levels of people, from mm. CEO, directors, all the way down to to the engineers, the shop floor uh, people, you know, and, and that kind of thing. And that's very, very important. Mm. That's really good to hear. It really is. Um, Kelly, Matt, I've got a couple of fun questions for the pair of you now. Do you have a pen and paper anywhere nearby? Or is one of you able to go and get a pen and paper quickly? Uh, yeah. So you got a pen and paper there? Yeah. Yep. So we're just going to have a little bit of fun here. Uh, Kelly, I'd like to know how much Matt knows about you. So could you take the pen and paper for a second? And I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. These are going to be questions about you, Kelly. You do realise that she's going to take this really, really seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea here, Kelly, is that you're going to write down these answers. And Matt, you need to say them out loud. What, straight away, straight away. <laughs> Wait for Kelly to write something down and then I need an answer from you. But Kelly, make sure Matt can't see your answers here. Okay. <laughs> right. You're both a bit nervous, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> like Mr and Mrs. <laughs> Matt, what is Kelly's favourite meal out? Steak. Oh, are we right? <laughs> Chinese. <laughs> Chinese. Chinese yeah. versus steak. <laughs> She's fibbing, Simon. <laughs> Our next question. If Kelly could visit any country for a family holiday, where would it be? Kelly, write this down. Oh, this is a really difficult one. But mm. I'm, as it's a family one, we have spoken about Disney World. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to throw it out there. We actually got engaged in, in New York. So I'm going to go America. Yeah, America. America, we got one right. Oh. Excellent. <laughs> and our third question here. Matt, I need you to close your eyes now. Mm-hmm. Close your eyes. What does Kelly have on her feet right now? Slippers. Are we right, Kelly? Yeah, you are right. (laughs) Fantastic. Let's switch it the other way around now. Okay. So if Matt could only keep either sweet or savoury, Kelly, which one would he keep? Sweet or savoury? He'd have savoury any day. (laughs) Are we right, Matt? Yes. She's going to read me like the book, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, second question. Uh, would Matt rather visit 
South America or Australia? Oh, he's been he's been to both. Been to, okay. Um, so I think he would probably do South America. South America. Matt? I've written South America down, but I'd like to just change it because I don't want to get it I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> you can't change it, Matt. It's too late no, for that. South, South America. Very good. And our third and final one here. What scares Matt more than anything else? Well, that's easy. <laughs> um, it's heights. Heights? He doesn't like heights at all. No. Matt, what did you write down? Uh, heights heights there we go yeah kelly you've got three out of three there yeah, yeah. when we went to new york mm-hmm. uh, it was before the world trade centers uh, oh, yeah. mm. uh, came down and um there was a glass platform and oh. um mm. uh, i i i went on the glass but you just couldn't no. do it could you <laughs> so yeah heights is for him doesn't like them at all matt have you ever jumped out of a plane i have several times okay (laughs) but but you're scared of heights how did you cope with that i was young i was Mm -hmm. with i would i did my parachuting with the paras Mm -hmm. uh, at salisbury plain and the last thing you can do is show fear Mm -hmm. and i just forced myself to do it hated it but but there was a role that i wanted to go in and that was submarine rescue which is why i I also did my diving, um, and that meant that I could be flown anywhere in the world, and that's what you'd have to do. Well, we need to bring this to a close in a moment, but for anyone who's heard anything and might want to get in touch with the school, with maybe with a follow-up question, um, Kelly, what's the best way people should get in touch? Um, the, be- the best way to get in, in touch is probably by the, the school email address. That is info at slcuk.com. That's actually one of the offices that I work in anyway. So I receive in the uh, the info at emails. But if they if anybody wanted a direct a question to anywhere within the school, they just need to put that in that email and that could be sent out. So or they can or they can call the school. They, they're welcome to ring the school if they wanted to. And the main switchboard for that is 01843808080. Good number. I like it. Kelly, Matt, thank you so much for being with us today and and for being so willing to open up on this episode. I've really enjoyed talking to you both. No, thank you very much. Thank you. It's been fun. Simon, thank you for your time. So that was Kelly and Matt. Thank you to both of you for coming on to this episode. It's always good to speak to parents to find out their experience of independent boarding school life. Now, the next episode is going to be released soon. So to ensure you don't miss that, be sure to follow and subscribe to this channel. It just means that when the next episode is released, you'll receive a small notification so you won't miss it. So look after yourselves in the meantime, and we'll look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.